Yes, guys, what is good? You are tuned into Pi Radio, Manchester's number one youth-led radio station. My name's Gerns, and welcome back to Mango Masala, the South Asian show. I'm joined here by my two co-hosts, Halima and Simran. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? How is everyone today? Very good, very good. We are nearing the end of my exams, so, you know, light at the end of the tunnel and that. Final mm. hurdle. Yeah. Not gonna lie, I'm gonna like really enjoy seeing like the simmering like outside of academics because I think that's kind of like where I associate you right now. Yeah, I like, just kind of like in uni. So I'm being... just a student right now, like nothing else. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no. aren't, aren't you summer. doing your masters, love? Yeah, yeah so... <laughs> so you get that. You get like non-academia simmering for like three months. Of the summer. <laughs> yeah, fair. But yes, simmering. So even if we get a summer, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. What They're we... saying that on track. Well, it's going to be hot tomorrow. It's going to be hot tomorrow. Oh, my God. I mean, it's kind of the muggy weather. now. Like, not hot, Yeah, it's, but it's warm muggy. today. It's warm today, yeah. yeah. I mean, hot girl summer by force, guys. By, uh, what by was force. What was it? F- living on the streets or whatever you guys were saying. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Indoor> <laughs> this is me. This is my hot girl summer hair. That's what I'm ready for. Yeah. 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 Camera, just appreciate Guys. Oh, thank you, thank you. Oh, he's putting the camera on me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is a dramatic change, and I've not had hair this short since I was like, I don't know, it was a long time ago, years ago. I've not had this short in years. No, but I dig it. It's really nice. Thank you. How old do you think I look? Because Carla said it makes me look older. I think it just makes you look like. I think second half of twenties. I think that's where you're. Oh, at. for God's sake! No, man. but that's where you are. That, that's where you're yeah, going. But in still. A, that's where you're going, though. In a classy like business. Yeah. Vibe. Okay, okay, I'm by my business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I don't want to be. I don't want to be classy, man. I want to be trashy. <laughs> I want. I want people to look at me and think. Fun. <laughs> this is a brand ambassador <laughs> of enjoyment. That's wow. what I want. You know what? Maybe like try doing the whole like you know how you had it before like what were you saying the ego. ego. Try oh. doing it with that. It would that be really cool. That might look oh, cool. Okay, okay, okay. Thanks yeah. guys. Next week. I'll take you to my hair consultation. My next one. With yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm having a dramatic hair change soon as well Ooh. in prepar- in preparation for hot girl, hot girl summer. summer. Exactly. New hair, new you. Let's man. just say blondes have more fun. Ooh. Interesting. Can't wait. You're teasing us. Yeah. Same guys, I'm having my hair transformation as well. I feel like I need to now. I feel like the long hair on you. Yeah, but that's really. It. I prefer this one. It's been as in like this length. Oh, oh okay. Long. Yeah, I thought you meant like long, long. Like no, you before. did have it long, but that was way before I met yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Oh damn, I didn't even notice that your head actually grown out. Yeah. No, I had a trim like at the sides, but even then, it's like grown out from that yeah. now. No, it's nice, man. Isn't it? Did you know we had a tattoo? You. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I just seen what, it, it for the first time. It's a tiger. The- Bengal Tiger. It was nice though. Like not nice, but you know what I mean? Like you know how it's meant to hurt. Yeah. Like it was just You just enjoyed it. See, yeah, after a while you kind of just yeah. get used to it. That's not supposed to be like a massively painful area, like the forearm. Yeah, right? I was expecting that, but then once it got into it, it was just like How long did it take? Like an hour and a half. So it's quite good. It was very impressive. I'm not going to lie. Like, you know how you were like, oh, yeah, it's it actually really, looks really good. Yeah, like, like it's done really yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to the place in Charlton. I forgot the name. But yeah. Wow. You know, on Balamore Road. Yeah, the place that was giving out the free B tattoos after the arena oh, bombing. That place. Oh, yeah. But yeah, we're digressing, guys. And we've sorry. only got like an hour and a half <laughs> left. So, Simran, do you want to get into what this week is all about? So, I, th- I think it was Simran's about, yeah, we're in, we're in like Simran <laughs> territory today. We, a few weeks ago, we had a conversation and I was just like, I've made all these lists on my phone, but like I've got my top 10 songs of all time, my albums I take with me on a desert island. And I was like, we're on radio, like we do music here. Like we might as well mm. have a show where we discuss like, you know, music and that's what the show is. And it's going to be discussing what makes a good album or an artist or a song mm-hmm. and our favorite tunes and why basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like we're saying, like, obviously we're like a South Asian show, but we're trying to break boundaries guys. Like we don't need to like talk about be boxed in. Yeah. We can branch out. Like, well, I think we're still going to play a few tracks today. Obviously we started off there with Sonia by um, Nikita as well. And I think Halima, one of your tracks is like an old Bollywood track, yeah. right? That was a... Yeah, I'll talk feel. about it. I'll yeah. talk about it, guys. Listen, yeah. just wait. Hold on. Hold tight. So getting into the start of this topic then, what makes a good song or a good album or an artist? Like what makes good music, basically? 
God, that is so, such a subjective question, mm. man. So I have I have a friend who he has a music podcast and we, we're also always having these conversations. And this guy like obsessively make lists. He would always randomly just be like, what's your top five this, top five this, yeah, top five this, just me. on the spot. And I can't, I'm not like that. I find it really, mm. even when we were like, we have a segment in the show later on when we're talking about our top three like Desert Island tracks. I really struggled. Like mm. I really struggled. Mm. I can't quantify music yeah. in that way. I, re- I can't. I just I, find favorites hard in general. Like, I feel like I'm more like your friend. Like, I have lists on my notes page in my phone of like my favorite songs here, the honorable mentions, my um Desert Island oh, albums and stuff. You like, you literally sound like him right now. Yeah, I just need to like I I I just I'm really into music and I have been for a long time. Mm. But I just feel like I I've known for a long time my top tens and stuff. So I just I like, have to write it all down anyway. What are you preparing for? Like, it comes up a lot. Like, I think it comes up a lot in conversation actually. Like you say with your friend, like I'll like whip it out or I'll ask I'll ask people yeah. their top ten. They're like, Oh, you can't think, alright, listen to mine. Yeah. That's Simran's yeah. bag, that's really Simran's yeah. bag. And I feel like mine are very ran they're on brand for me, but I don't think anyone could guess a single one that makes the top ten. Really? Um so when I tell people them, they're like, Oh, because I feel like and this goes on to what makes a good song artist or album, I feel like it's more than it's sounding good. It's about the feeling it evokes, yeah. and mm-hmm. it takes. Does it take mm-hmm. you back to a, a uh-huh. like a pertinent time in your life, like yeah. where it makes you particularly sad or happy, or just a good like time? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there's different like techniques and skills that the people use, and I think there's a place for different things. Like there's a place for storytelling if it's done well. There's a place for just yeah. like straight up lyricism if it's done well. There's a place for a song not really making any sense like mumble rap and that kind of stuff mm. but it just sounds good cadence, so you still bump it, it. cadence mm. like style cadence do you think that those three are mutually exclusive like if you have a good song does it have to come from a good artist and a good album or can it be nah, like no. you have like a bad artist who does like good song you have hits mean? and misses and stuff yeah. like because there's a lot i think you have people that do not miss and then you have mm. people that obviously do miss here and there like i was having this conversation with my friend and i think he asked me who's your favorite of all time rap i said kendrick lamar and um yeah and they were like yeah. he goes to me um no one ever says like tie dollar sign or like money bag yo yeah, and i was yeah, like it's yeah, true yeah, like yeah, yeah. you don't have people down as those mm, favorite mm. of all time like who's really out no offense money bag yo but uh, i don't know <laughs> I, don't, I don't know money bag yo is i'm he's sorry money bag he's only on like features and stuff or like no one says like i don't know you know, mm. tied like random, like tied all the time. Shout out to Tide all the time. French Montana or something. Do you know what I mean? They're not known for their kind of like bodies of work. So someone yeah. like Kendrick, yeah. for example, um, he's super. I think one thing when we talk about music and we talk about albums, we need to think about like um, impact and influence. Mm-hmm. Influence is a form of impact, but impact doesn't necessarily um, signify influence. Um, but someone like Kendrick, I think, will always score like consistently highly because of. Um, the synergy between within his bodies of work and between his bodies mm-hmm. of works. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, a hundred percent. So I think that's why, like, like you said, like Money Baggio and, <laughs> and people like that, they don't necessarily have like concerted bodies of work like that are thematic. Yeah. Right. Yes, I agree. So it's hard to kind of like point to point to their albums and their works as 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 a um, as a, as a, as, a, as a artifact. Right. Can, can we just say though, Ty Dolla Sign, I think is the definition of. I love of Ty Dolla Sign. Season- I, do I think enjoy he's the definition music. of seasoning in music. Yeah, you yeah, put, yeah. You yeah, put yeah, him yeah. on Man's any party, track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. It's true, like- I, I do, I do enjoy his music, and I've seen him live. He was very good in concert oh, so, yeah. at Wireless. Yeah, oh, he was yeah. sick. But um, like I, I just don't, I just never, I've never really heard. You know, you associate a, an all-time favorite with the likes of like Drake or Kendrick Lamar or J mm-hmm, Cole mm-hmm, or like mm-hmm. people of that caliber mm-hmm. and there but having said that and having has, has said what you said halima there is a place for people like ty dollar sign and money bag in music 100%. they they have their place like seasoning or yeah. Yeah. they have their place where their bodies of music aren't necessarily massively thought-provoking but it sounds good but it makes fun, you feel happy it? it's exactly. a little summer banger exactly. i'm like that's, that's i'm fine with that that's gonna go on my playlist still yeah mm. and also like so the friend that i spoke about like um, we had a conversation one time about how so the music that we're talking about so far has predominantly been like rap music hip hop music mm-hmm. that is to say like black music right and I used to be kind of like so I, I used to be a massive hip hop head well I still am but like I used to be really really like all I used to listen to exclusively was hip hop but I used to listen to like um, 
like lyrical you know hip-hop and all that mm. kind of stuff and i kind of used to be a little bit snobby about it you know yeah. like looking down on mumble rappers and stuff like that and then i realized hang on like the music that i'm consuming the art and the culture that i'm consuming i'm an outsider to that so i can't come here and say that you know someone like kendrick lamar is better than someone like soldier boy for example because of the way that i'm a me as an outsider i'm able to intellectualize their music because Black music is so much more than just intellectualism. Obviously, that is, is inherently political, but there's also like style and cadence and culture mm-hmm. and stuff like that that people from outside of the culture um, can enjoy, but can is like it's not for us to um, moralize, intellectualize, yeah. etc. Et you agree. know? Yeah, so. I think I think you see that especially with someone like um, Beyonce because it, me being perfectly honest, like. I do prefer her older stuff. Like, that is a lot more me. And if mm. you listen to her stuff that she's put out recently, like her recent album with Jay-Z, like, and I think maybe her past couple of albums as well, she's got progressively and progressively less of what I'm about. I think Lemonade was, yeah. like, kind of, like, yeah. I-, I still really like that. But since then, it's definitely become a lot more, I'd say, like, trap-based, which isn't really my mm-hmm. type of thing. Yeah. And I do find myself thinking, like, oh, it's a shame because, like, I just miss, like, the old days. But at the same time, it's like, like you say, like, first of all, she's evolving as an artist. Mm. And secondly, it's not really in my place to kind of be like, yeah, oh, exactly. like, Beyonce, go back to doing, like, pop hits. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, 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 yeah. but also, I think this is the problem with a lot of people that say things like oh i miss the old x y and z like especially when it comes to people like eminem or something people say they literally miss the depressed like suicidal eminem like when he was like addicted to drugs and was like a really horrible person just because his rap music was like Mm, better mm, in 2005 mm. do you know what i mean so now he's like washed or he's like talentless or whatever which isn't true but you can't and people say about tyler the creator as well like how they wanted to go back to like wolf goblin days because he was like Really, in a really, really dark, bad mental yeah. place back then and now obviously he's on his flower boy business which is mm-hmm. still great music but people don't raise just that. different yeah yeah mm. and it's okay to have like certain preferences and stuff like that but also like you do kind of have to uh, appreciate um and honor where the artist is in yeah. their own personal kind of and journeys if you really and like well-being respected as well them as an artist you'd be happy for yeah. their evolution for sure. yeah and i think that is what makes a good artist in that they're timeless but they do evolve with a trends and be who they are becoming as a person mm. you know yeah. i have an interesting question i've just thought of Go who on. do we think is overrated you know what two years ago my first like what word am i looking for like my first like knee-jerk reaction drake i would have just said drake no, and i would have sat you know what? and probably, i would have hated yeah, on drake probably pro- but now in the last year i've realized no, that man deserves yeah every every every, every flower every, every flower like, he praise gets. that he gets yeah. artist of the decade deserves yep, it yep, wholeheartedly yeah yep. like that he drake Honestly. is formidable yeah. formidable me too like i also was like when i was in my snobby bag yeah yeah, yeah. i was also like oh drake you know like, just because so he's yeah just because yeah. he's bare it's mainstream the obvious choice to Trust be like hotline me. bling yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah 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 but actually when you sit down and you deep what that, that man, man trust me everything trust me. he's gotten and everything he's about to get yeah 100 i definitely agree with that yeah. he's formidable like, he's undeniable drake he's is leg- undeniable he's a living legend that's the thing with a lot of people you don't realize it until they've something's bad's happened or they've passed away or something with drake he is alive right yeah, now and yeah, we yeah. are seeing history being made with everything he does yeah regardless I of couldn't praise him more. what he gets up to in his personal life <laughs> yeah recent events inviting people over allegedly to do his album and then sleeping with their wives Ooh. oh yeah yeah, yeah. so we kind of but have to separate the, let's hold the art that, from the art yeah. let's hold that same thing for like future Oh, like, come on. Everything he Oi, does. Oh, come on. Fe- this is the thing, yeah. Like, I know so many men that idolize future. Idolize future. And it's embarrassing. That idolize future, but the guy Stop is actually it. trash. Like, Did he's he, actually um, trash. Sleep with someone's wife, some NFL player or something, Scotty Pippen. I don't oh, even I don't know, know that, but just the way he treats women, yeah. like, it's actually but trash. He slept with her wife because when he was a kid, this, the the sports player didn't take a picture with him or something or give him oh an autograph. Oh my God, this man. And then he like brags about it and he's like, I'm good, love, enjoy. Or like, she belongs to the streets. He's an actual like, like genuine, oh. like real life villain. That's an interesting It is funny thing, though. Like though. I do like the memes. I do, I do be laughing. Like, this is kind of, <laughs> uh, it's kind of going on a, like a socio-political um, tangent now, but like the whole surprise, phrase. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, here we are again. <laughs> but um, the whole like phrase like for the streets i think it's used quite a lot in like music these days and what do we think about that 
I can't lie, I'm for I the streets. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny though, but like, t- can we can we look at it in totally like what's it called, tongue in cheek? Like, no, I was so 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 like the music industry is inherently misogynistic. Mm-hmm. Rap and hip hop, especially, are inherently misogynistic because so much of it is about kind of like using and abusing women and and all that kind of stuff i mean the notion of a woman being for the streets i know i laugh and i kind of like walk into that brand and whatever else but like when you really deep yeah it's it's belittling it is really misogynistic you know Mm. it's essentially your uh degrading a woman for yeah. enjoying her like sexuality and it really upholds the double standard of like yeah, men of can sleep around and like yeah uh, trash <clears throat> on women for you know owning their sexuality but when a woman goes when a woman goes and does it mm-hmm. it's the complete opposite reaction where yeah. they get slated like even when um wap came out mm. you know the way they not spoke... even just what but megan the stallion in general yes, yeah like okay we gotta talk about <laughs> meg the stallion because this woman again like her music you know what we were saying before like there's a place for everything in the music industry mm. like her, her her music is just fun in it it's just fun yeah. like it's it's boisterous it's flamboyant mm. amazing why is this woman getting so much slack mm-hmm. for talking about oh i was just gonna say a word that i can't say for, for talking about like you know sex and for talking about in that way yeah, yeah. you know for talking about her, her body and, and talking about shaking booty and whatever else when men are doing the same even worse in a degrading mm. way and no one is saying to them like oh my god they only rap about the same thing oh my god they've got no substance to their music like the, men don't get the same criticism when they're doing making the same music as her mm-hmm. mm. they expect because it's a woman in the game that she has to be some kind of novice that she has to they accept what happens is that women are exceptionalized right that they're, they're expected to um reach and maintain a certain standard you know that their music is expected to be of a certain caliber just because you're a woman in the industry therefore you have to be exceptional excuse me i believe in female mediocrity period Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but like city girls genre music yeah in its Bad yep. man, yep. like JT, Sweetie, Mulatto, Ruby Rose, Trust me. Meg. Trust me. Oh the men God, have had it good for too long. It. They are, and thing is, they are exceptionally good rappers. They are good at what they do. Like flow, lyricism, everything is on point, and they don't get the recognition for it probably just because they are female. Yeah, you know. Do you think it's kind of boxing them though? Like you know, like you're saying, obviously that type of female hip hop rap is is definitely on the rise. Like you see that in New Music Friday every week. There's yeah. like that sort of music. Mm-hmm. But do you think it's kind of boxing female rappers to have to be in that lane in order to be? No, because they've chosen it. Like they've chosen. They they choose what they. But say, I mean, maybe like not like boxing, but like is it like boxing? What is allowed to be successful? You know what I mean? If it's, um... if it's only. I would that say slightly, yeah, is... especially like because they have chosen to go to that genre. But I feel like as a female, maybe trying to enter the industry, you might feel boxed. Oh in yeah, 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 to yeah, that yeah. Uh, type of music if you weren't that kind yeah. of rapper. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's it's all about branding, isn't it? Like depends on mm. how you want to like brand yourself. But there's not a lot. Well, I can't really name you one to be fair. Like a female rapper that doesn't rap about that kind of music. The only kind of other there are artists... a lot. They're just a lot more underground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the most famous one I can think of is maybe like No Name. No Name, Lil Sims. I was going to say Little Sims, yeah. But again, like, it's it's that whole thing of like, the difficult, I think the difficulty, so, so, so anyone is allowed to um, change their music style, their their music Mm -hmm. substance, whatever. It's just that difficulty of once you enter a market um, with a certain brand, having curated a certain brand, uh, what flexibility is there? Yeah. You know? And you do risk losing your fan base if you were to go yeah. in a completely different direction. It's like it's like someone like Ariana Grande, for example. She came into the scene kind of very like preppy, poppy, like sweet, mm. innocent girl next mm-hmm. door type, and now she's kind of rap. So singing about more mature themes, you know, like yeah. sex and all that kind of stuff. But she got people. her hate for it. Do you know what she I mean? did? Exactly. Did that's the thing. That. That's the thing. Yeah, that's what I mean. Ooh, like, can I? I have a question. Go on. Go on. Do you think, especially geared towards female artists? they have to uphold a standard of being a role model to yeah. young listeners. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. Like, even, yeah. like, literally before Helene, we got here, before we were on air, we were talking about the whole Britney Spears thing because I was just... I was, like, um, educating Simran mm-hmm. on the whole um, Justin Timberlake and why he's not exactly the most the great. I got fed <laughs> the wrong narrative as a yeah. child. So you and the whole world's love. Mm. Yeah. No, definitely. No, like, no one's 
going around saying like oh drake is a role model for anyone i think what it is actually you know like i think male um stars their role model is in a sense of like aspiration of like wealth and yes. of like what they can achieve yeah for female artists it's kind of like an aspiration of doing that whilst also being good yeah i mean it's, it's, like... it speaks to it speaks more more largely to kind of the uh uh, the roles that we are, we allow men and women to play. Men are allowed to enjoy. Men are allowed to be flamboyant. Men are allowed to be indulgent. And women have to be virtuous, you know? So it is a wider kind of comment, I think. Mm. But, like, when Ariana Grande transitioned to the more mature themes of her music, there was a lot of uproar about yeah, your there listeners was. are young and, like, yeah. you're now talking about, like, sexuality and you're being a lot more, like, your themes are a lot more sexual and mature. Mm. So a lot of people kicked off. And I personally think your child should not be looking up to, like, artists like that that seriously then. Yeah. If, yeah. Like, you should be a better role model to your children. Yeah, exactly. Not an exactly. artist, you not Ariana parent. Grande. Exactly. It's like, it's like you know, Cardi B, when um, there, was a, there was a video clip of her, like, dancing to WAP. And then her daughter enters the room and she turns mm. it off. And someone's like, well, well, you know, why would you turn it off if your music was good? Like, it just goes to show that you're not even letting your own daughter listen to it. It's like, the, she's like a bloody two-year-old kid. Like, just, yeah. Cardi B's not making music for two-year-old yeah, toddlers. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, people have the prerogative to make what music they want. Exactly. You as a parent, it's your responsibility mm. to control what yeah. your child does and does not consume. Mm. And your kid doesn't have to listen to Ariana Grande. When Ariana Grande matured and went down that line, New artists still come through. Like you still yeah. have like the radio friendly art. Like obviously Ariana is still still radio friendly, but the more kid friendly, I'm not like Dua Lipa. Yeah. Like those, they still everyone has their place in music. Yeah. It's also like your fans kind of grow with you. So the yeah, ones that yeah, started exactly. off ages ago will now be of an age where like to be honest, like it's not the worst and, thing like them and listening also, to that. What the, were we listening to when we were growing up? Yo, trust me, you go old and you oh listen to some of the lyrics God. of the songs that you were singing along I didn't to even with your know, whole chest. Like, what's that lollipop song? Like trust by Little Wayne, Candy Shop. All of those songs. Oh my god! Like, and you got oh my god. Ten year old me was singing this with my chest. Yeah. My mum must have been looking at me like, "You are disgusting." Honestly, yeah. honestly. Um, coming to the last bit before we play a bit of music, concert bucket list, dead or alive. Who uh, would you see? List. One second. Here we go. Let me consult the list. Sorry. Um, mine would be like Tupac mm. and Nusrat Fatale Khan, both dead. R.I.P. Yeah. So what's the latter? Like, what style of music is that? Nusrat Fatale Khan is Kawali. So he's like, he's like the, they call him like the Shahin like Shah of Kawali. He is like, so this is the thing, right? So people think like, so Kawali is like uh, Islamic folk music, basically. Um, it's really popular in the subcontinent, especially. Um, and like almost all of Bollywood is influenced by Kawali. And we know how Bollywood is like the largest film industry in the world. Like, and, and it obviously has a complementary music industry. And so much of that is literally influenced by Kowali. So the influence of, uh, so Nusra Sadeh Khan is like the f- most famous, they call him the Shahin Shah of Kowali, which is like the king of Kowali. His, his impact, his influence is so criminally understated. I just love him. He's amazing, incredible. And with regards to the um, two packs, you prefer two packs to bigger than? I would say yeah. Not because not because I think I think they're both great for different things. Like Biggie is a formidable storyteller. Mm. I would say like mm. to this day, very, very few artists have been able to compare to the way he tells a story. Where Tupac I personally just prefer because um I prefer I, I also like really admire and, and respect him as a political figure as well as a like musician, you know? Mm. So mm-hmm. Go on, Simran. My alive, yeah, she's itching. She's itching. My alive people, slow tie, love slow tie. Oh, ASAP Rocky, Tyler the Creator, Don Tolliver, Ariana Grande, Nav, and Eighty Eight Glam. Really random, I know, because I feel like I've seen a lot of people that I want to see. Like I've seen Drake, I've seen Kendrick Lamar, like I've seen all the big people. Right. Um, and my dead one would be Mac Miller. One hundred percent. I love that oh, man. R.I.P. Mm. I've seen Ariana Grande. Is, was she amazing? Yeah, she was. Yeah, really good. I really yeah. wanted. To, I want to take my ten-year-old cousin. She loves her. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was really good. Um, what yours? I think there is one that really sticks out for me, and it would have to be Michael Jackson. Like, yeah. And then, and then afterwards, I would mm. go, and then afterwards, I would pull him aside, and we'd have a little talk, yeah. and I find out exactly what's going on there. Oh, hey, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> what's but, all this, Michael? Yeah, but I think even like just witnessing 
their performance i yeah. think that would be because i don't think you really get that many people that are both good performers mm. and singers yeah i think also prince would be pretty cool prince oh my god well, i had this conversation so I, when we were when we said we were talking about this i was having this conversation with my cousins and they're literally the two artists they said michael jackson and prince yeah. wow prince I, would be incredible yeah no one had a crowd like michael jackson people were passing out at the sight of him like i think no one's done that in terms of like who's actually alive now i would actually really like to see bruno mars like because watching his performance videos i think he is like really something i do like bruno mars like he's he's the closest to like what i'm saying about like being like a amazing like performer Mm. i think like yeah, yeah, i know yeah. we started off like kind of poppy and we do kind of look down on that but no, that man is talented he is talented his recent joint with anderson pack oh my yeah, yeah. god like Got a whole album to look forward to guys incredible honestly mm-hmm. i knew it was going to be smooth i didn't expect it to be that smooth honestly like mm-hmm. sensational right well we're gonna basically the way the music's gonna work throughout today is we're gonna play one of our like one person's three tracks talk about one person's three tracks okay. and we're going to start with halima Wait. so if you want to tell me your three tracks and give a little tell me the order you want them in as well so. um just the order that i sent them to you would be fine or anything anything i'm not too fussed sure um so my my desert island three tracks this was really difficult guys but i would say like um john redcorn by sir is my favorite English song of all time. Guys, I'm getting a little bit emotional talking about it. Sir is so underrated. Sir is <laughs> probably one of my favorite artists of all time. Uh, apologies I'm sorry. to anyone who's driving listening I'm to this. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I know, I don't. Guys, I can't contain it. I can't contain it. I love him so much. I want to cry. I've seen him. He's incredible. He's, I just, I just love him. I love his music. John Redcorn is yeah. a song that I purposely don't don't keep in like my playlists because i i don't i purposely don't like i can't like like it's not a song that i could just play on shuffle because of of what it does to me like there'll be times so he's done like so many live performances of this song and there'll be times where like i will sit and i will watch like each performance like seven times there'll be nights where i will just dedicate that whole night to just watching various performances of that song i just love it it's amazing um the second and my one next song. The, next, the second <laughs> one is um chalte chalte by well it's from uh, pakiza which is uh, it was released in 1972 it's an old 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 like bollywood song and it's a song that i've grew up with so like growing up i had kind of like a lot of memories of my mum listened to this song my dad and my uncles listened to this song and and like I didn't listen to it for ages and then I grew up and then I played it and I was like, rah, this slaps, you know? So for me, it's kind of like an emotional thing. It's one of my mum's favourite songs and unwittingly, it's now somehow one of my favourite songs. It's one of my sister's favourite songs. It is a beautiful, beautiful song. The lyrics are amazing. It's so melancholic. Like, it's just sensational. Um, and the third one would have to be One Train by A$AP Rocky yes. and Cole. Yes, um, yes, just yes. because, like... I mean, how long has this song been out? Like seven, seven, eight. 2014 or something? That album came out? Yeah, so so seven years. 13 maybe? Yeah, seven, eight years basically. And it's like every time I listen to this song, it just gets me hype. Like it's got an all-star cast, um, apart from Yellow Wolf. (laughs) (laughs) That whole album though. Yeah, it's a great album. It's a great album. But it's just like, it's just like a hype song. I love it every time Mm -hmm. basically. I can't get get tired of it. That album... I think is clouded by its really big songs like effing problems. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. What else is on that one? Like um Angels and stuff. Like I think there even, are even so, the, the non singles. Yeah. Like even the non singles are. There are too really many great. big songs on yeah. that album that it really clouded the good ones like One Train, Ghetto mm-hmm. Symphony. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um Oh my god, what's that really sad one? There's a really sad one on it as well. I can't remember. Can't but, remember love. Yeah. Sick album. Those are my top three guys. Enjoy. Yes, that was Halima's Desert, Desert Island, Island Tracks. Yeah, Hope you guys yeah. enjoyed. We're going to call it Desert Island Tracks because we don't want to get like a copyright claim or anything from wow, Radio what else are we yeah, what is from it? Radio 4, innit? The, what do the, they do? They, they are literally like, you know, the Desert Island Discs. Like they are literally, oh, I they do know all that. of that. Oh, no, I do know. Oh, yeah. yeah. I do know that. So we're they not, copied we're not, us. Yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> Please don't come like Aldi and you know when they had their uh, lawsuit. <laughs> they, were the crazy. Cuthbert, the they were moving uh, crazy. They were moving crazy, but they were not scared though. They were beating like MS. Uh, we have too much time on our hands sometimes. 
Anyway, getting back to the music, we're obviously doing our Desert Island discs in terms of, we're doing like Desert Island tracks, basically. So let's have a bit of a discussion about albums. First of all, like, what do you guys feel about albums? Like, are you an albums type of person or do you feel like you find them a bit boring or what? From the right artist, yeah, I will I was, take yeah. an hour and a half out of my day yep. to sit and do nothing but listen to that yep. album. Like if Kendrick were to drop, yep. if J. Cole were to drop, yep. I am sitting and I'm listening. Yep. There are artists where it's background music. I'll put it on so I can say that I've listened to it. And mm. when I listen to a song where like it just catches my ear and I'm like, oh my God, this is good. Add it to the playlist yes! or something. You know? I'm exactly the same, exactly yeah. the same. Yep. But in terms of an album, I also find the first listen doesn't, tell you a lot as no, in it does yeah, you yeah, know yeah. if it's a good album or not yeah. but me like astro world i didn't find songs that i liked on astro world until a few months Yo, ago same like same. oh not um, a few months ago but i had to listen a no few legit times. like yeah, a couple same, of songs same, same. on there that i was like what where has this been and i've listened to astro world so many times same. that they just kind of like kind of just get washed away by like i don't know sicko mode or like mm-hmm, uh, butterfly mm-hmm, effect mm-hmm, or something mm-hmm, but like um which one was it coffee bean Coffee Bean is such yeah, a good yeah, song on yeah, Astro yeah, World. Yeah. Um, the whole album's really the good. The whole album slaps. Good. But I also took a few times yeah, to yeah, listen yeah. to it to get into it. And um, yeah, so I feel like the first listen tells you a lot. That is, in you would listen to it again. But not but, everything. Yeah. There's always that little hidden. Yeah. Mm. I, my, my answer is literally identical to Simran's. Like, if it's somebody I'm an uh, active fan of, I will sit and listen mm. to the album concertedly. Um, if it's someone I like, I enjoy their music, I'll play it and then... As I as and when I like songs, I'll add a playlist, yeah. and mm. then I just the rest of the album I'll never hear from again. Yeah, so. I'm exactly the same. I I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm definitely not someone. I'm definitely not an album person in terms. Of, you know, I used to work with someone who used to be like, yeah, like I love albums. Like, I just like sit through like the whole experience but also i feel mm. like people don't really make albums like that that much anymore some some do. Yeah. Some, 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 some do but it's not it's not as common i would say yeah. um i feel like i'm definitely a lot more like um you halima in the sense of like listening but, but like that for everyone in terms of listening to it kind of liking the songs that i like yeah, and then yeah, coming yeah. back to them it's very rare that i'll listen to an album like beginning to end very very rare like i'll do it oh, sometimes really? yeah. but like yeah i just think don't know i just prefer having the variety there and i just prefer yeah. like picking the songs i actually like it's also a that. commitment it's like watching a, yeah. it's like a film like well this is the thing like i'm notorious for like i'm just i just don't watch films like, like i mean obviously i do mm. but I, i'm very hard like my anchor my girlfriend is always getting annoyed at me because obviously she watches tv all the time and it is like very much she'll just watch she'll want to watch movies i'm just like i don't want to watch like i i i even though obviously series if you watch them long enough they're actually longer than the movies mm. i just feel like i'm wasting time so i oh my god i'm exactly the same people get on to me all the time like you've never seen this film you've never seen this film i don't mm. enjoy films i have to really be into the concept of the film before i press play on it yeah i just feel like two and a half hours just goes down the drain sometimes it's, yeah that's that's me but i think that's my adhd like i can't concentrate mm. or i can't watch shows or films without it be, uh, if it's on like normal speed it has to be like uh higher speed <laughs> like some of the videos that i watch is literally like like it sounds squeaky from how fast the, the, oh the my speed God. is because i can't like it's so hard for me to maintain yeah. concentration guys yeah i can't not, do I'm it i'm not a film girl no. it's just like it's just it sounds like a lot of commitment yeah, nor it? am i a cinema person i don't really oh i love the, the cinema, cinema. Nah. love the cinema mm. i do no, love cinemas make me feel weird what no it's the first it's like one of the first things i did like after may really? 17th i love the cinema but also like i don't like watching films by myself i feel like it's a really lonely experience lonely it makes me like, feel really lonely you know a lot of people that lots of my friends they listen to that listen to they watch only really sad serious films and i'm like you were just making yourself depressed for no reason like if i was to yeah. sit down and watch it like um I don't know American History X for for fun. I would be depressed the entire night. That's another thing. It would ruin I my day. That's another thing. I can't watch sad things. You know, like yeah. This Is Us, yeah. um, the show. I really yeah. want to watch it because I've been hearing like so many great reviews, but I do not have the emotional capacity to sit because I'm no? re- guys. I'm really emotional. I don't know if you guys know this about <laughs> me. Mm. I'm very emotional. I cry at everything. <laughs> so like, I can't. I can't yeah. sit and. and and watch something that is notoriously emotional. I have just to watch, me. I literally put on Spongebob after I watch anything remotely serious. I have to watch an hour of Spongebob. And that's not even a joke. Yeah. My my that. recently, my got my Netflix is set to Netflix Kids. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not even a joke. <laughs> oh dear. Love that. But 
Nah, like, I think in line with that, I just find myself not really able to sit through a whole, or certainly not on a repeated basis. Like, my go-to on Spotify, really, is um, my, you know how it makes those, like, on-repeat playlists? Yeah. Because it can tell what songs you're listening to yeah. constantly, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's what I'll go to because it, every one of those songs is songs that I, I like, yes, like, I want to listen yeah. to yeah. them. Whereas albums not so much like i don't know i just don't find myself going towards it yeah can i slightly flex on you guys go on <laughs> is there another list nah kind of playlists when i was like 13 and made spotify i started making all my playlists of songs that i really like in order so they're all in their own little folder like from one to 28 i'm on now so oh i have like God. all of these things Obviously, what? the cover arts are all like SpongeBob because <laughs> I had time on my hands that day, and um, one through twenty-eight. But like, if Wait, I go how, back, how, how have you categorized the playlist? They're just like if I listen to like these 20, 30 songs at this one period of time, they go on a playlist, and then when I get when I start listening to new songs, then those go on the playlist. So oh, I make about like three a year. Like, oh. Yeah, so like I can go back to like number like twelve, like a random one. These are songs from like two thousand fifteen. Look like so that would have been like four. one dance, pound cake, ain't oh. no time by future, wet dreams. Do like, you, it's so, like there's a blast from the past. Does it actually evoke nostalgia when you listen to them? Yeah, then? massively. Yeah. yeah, they would do it because it's like your top hits yeah. from like every Like number year. one is like All Falls Down, Gold Digger. Like, you know, when you're oh. like just getting into like rap music. Like, oh. Man, yeah. I wish I did that. That's yeah, my, same. That's my little... Spotify Thanks, Simra. Now I'm regretting my whole like past like 10 years. <laughs> yeah. no, mine's a more... Th- mine's, a more mine's a more thematic... Like I'll have like a general, I'll have a rap, I'll have a uh, like R and B, I'll have a chill. Like oh, I that. have all that as well. I'm oh, so proud. I'm so proud of my spot. My Spotify is my biggest flex. Honestly, my entire catalogue of my Spotify is my biggest flex. I, I want to meet your friend. I feel like Do we you? have a lot in common. Yeah, honestly, like it actually, like it would, uh, it really annoys me. Like just out, out of nowhere, we'll be driving. What's your top five? <laughs> yeah, I'm like my that. guy. Let me rest. Let me rest. It's terrible. So on that note, what albums would you take with you? So obviously we've talked about like tracks, but what albums would you take with you if you're going to be stuck on a desert island? Oh God, what? Oh no! Nah, oh oh oh! Hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, High Power, Vilmatic. Yeah. Oh my God. Good yes. Kid, Mad City, Illmatic. <laughs> um, go on, Alima. From the top of my head. From the top of my head. What what on earth else? Do you know what? Before Tory Lanez got cancelled, Chicks Tape Five. Mm. I can't lie, guys. Mm. Before he got cancelled, rough. All right, yeah, go for it. So mine aren't de- like my favorite albums of all time, but they are ones I would take on Desert Island because I feel like they're two different categories, you know. Anyway, Good Kid, Mad yeah, City, Trilogy yep. by the Weekend. Oh, that's one of mine as well. Um, Channel Orange, sorry. Sorry, yeah. I just had to put that out there, yes, for me as well. Um, Biggie, greatest hits album. Okay, yeah. Sick album. Uh, Pop Smoke, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the oh, Moon. Oh, yeah, yeah, Ignorance yeah. is Bliss by Skepta. More Life by Drake. Uh, Nothing Was the Same by Drake. Astro World, Birds in the Trap, Sing, McKnight, and Born Sinner by J. Cole. Oh, yeah. Born Sinner. Yeah, Born Sinner would be mine as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Born Sinner is one of mine as well. I'm just a bit blown away by your ability to just, like, already have it, like, right there. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. The thing is, like, is greatest hits like kind of being a cop out? Because I feel like that would be a lot of what mine like be like, epiphany, the greatest hits. No, because it was Cole's yeah. wasn't it? Like, it yeah, was after, yeah. It was after he died. So. Well, Shaka Khan is still alive, which was. Ah. Yeah, Shaka Khan, epiphany, greatest hits. Probably best, best of us club seven. Um, <laughs> oh my god, god. Um, <laughs> I fully Not can see all. that he does yeah, that. Yeah, oh, yeah, only yeah. sometimes. High school musical greatest hits. Camp Rock. Yeah. No, no, actually, Camp Rock. No, no draw a line. Okay. But, high school yeah. musical has bops. Bangers. What's does. your favorite high school musical that song? Golf course. Better than go- better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Uh, I like him. Um, what's it called? Wait, are we going one, two, or three? Uh, uh, out of all of them. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. I like working out in the kitchen. Oh, the Sharpay poolside. Work, work, work it one? out. Fabulous. No, that's fabulous. Yeah. Fabulous. That one. Six. 
Mine would be, it's hard to believe that I couldn't see. And a rogue one scream from High School Musical 3. I oh. want oh, my own thing. <laughs> so bad, I want to see. I don't so know where to go. What's the right team? Sorry, guys. Right. Um, <laughs> in terms of other <laughs> albums, <laughs> I don't know. Let's, I'm just going to literally look Prince, at my spot. Michael Jackson. Yeah, right. like Michael Jackson. Right. What's my favorite Michael Jackson album? Probably um, Off the Wall. I like that one. <clears throat> or Thriller. One of them, too. Oh, that's not um, bad. Yeah, songs or albums? Albums. Like the first three albums of him like being proper solo, so Off the Wall, Thriller, and Bad. I think them three I would take if I could. I don't know. I'm just this is why this is just showing like I'm not like an albums person. Like I like yeah. songs. Mm-hmm. I like artists. Mm-hmm. But do we have any albums that we think are overrated? Yeah, a lot. Oh, I'm going to say a really, really controversial I think one. you're... Go- Blonde. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, you know what? Uh, okay, so I need to give you guys context. Frank Ocean. I love... Fra- I know everyone says that they love Frank Ocean, but you know them people that are like, no, you don't love him. Like- oh, my God, guys, I just remembered. I just remembered something. I'm sorry. See, this is the ADHD of me. One of my desert tracks has to be Jay Paul. His mixed... Jay Paul. The oh, what's he no. called? This um, you know him. He's the, um, a sick guy. He's amazing. He's amazing. Oh my god! Now I'm about to go. Now I'm now I'm about to go on a tirade about bloody Jay Paul. Guys, why she's gone scouts? Guys, is he the one that he does the um? I know the track. He BTS to you. Yeah, yeah. The, Jasmine, like, sal- gonna, Jasmine, that's it. Jasmine, yeah. What the hell? Jay Paul, listen, so basically he got really famous because one of his songs, BTS to you, Drake sampled on Dreams Money Can Buy. Uh... Right, he got really, really famous from that. And he basically he didn't like he he he's only ever had one body of work which is his mixtape which was leaked and people think and it's probably true that he leaked it himself because of clashes with out of the record label or whatever else and this was in 2013 and i was on him from 2013 back when he he leaked his own album on soundcloud and then over the past like then in, from 2013 to 2019, he just gained like a cool following, like so much notoriety basically from this one mixtape. So and then he came back and dropped two two more tracks in 2019. I shouldn't have said nothing. Yeah, you, oh, I you, love you, him, man. That's my guy, man. That's my guy. Right. I think looking at the time, Simran, Sorry. we're going to have to play okay. your tracks if that's all right. Yeah, let me just if find you what I sent you. Give a little intro. Ladies that. hit squad. Okay, so. These are my three songs that I would take on a desert island. The first one is Temptation by Joey Badass because Tune. Joey Badass is, I would say, very underrated artist. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. And Temptation makes me feel so happy and it's a song I always put on when I'm in a bad mood or if I'm mm-hmm, sad. Mm-hmm. It is such a bop. Um, Crew remix by Gold Link. Tune. Um, the remix because it slaps, the one with Gucci Mane. Um, such a good song. When this song came out, I want to say 2015 or maybe 16, maybe 17. Um... <laughs> It is one song. Like, I have those playlists, right, with the numbers. That crew is on, like, six of them. <laughs> and I will never... You know, you listen. You can over-listen to a yeah. song. I will not. Gets I don't think I could yeah. ever listen, it is a over-listen it is a crew. It is a bop. And Ladies Hit Squad, because it is such a bang. I'm like, oh, mm. my God. I recently rediscovered it after, like, a year. And I was like, what a tune. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like... That's such a good feeling when you forget. In, like, 10 years, it's going to be one of those songs someone's going to randomly put it on and I'm going to pass out from the excitement. <laughs> it's just one of those songs where it's, like, so hype. I just... Yeah. Oh. And I feel like it's not that known. Like, obviously, it's very, very, very known, but it's not, like... As it's not yeah, one of his like more famous sketches, songs. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just... Oh, it goes so hard. Yeah, those are my top three. Yes, that was Simran's Desert Island Tracks. Nice. And Banging. you missed out on her... Beautiful singing. <laughs> I was literally ad-libbing, hype-manning myself. Yeah. Lucky Grips us. in the mic. <laughs> um, next thing we want to talk about is like the current music scene. So obviously there's various music scenes. You've got the UK scene. You've got the Asian scene. You've got like just the generic music scene. You've got the Manchester scene. So I think 
let's start on that actually do you guys actually listen to like, any manchester music or um yeah small small like meeks probably love meeks money what do you think of his new video i haven't seen it yet no it's very impressive like it, even sick, like, in terms of like the it, he's in a helicopter basically oh, okay. it's quite cool okay yeah love to see it um yeah well, Bugsy released his album yesterday as well. Yeah, I don't listen to too much of Bugsy Malone. There's this artist called Tunde as well that I really yeah. like. Really good. I saw a photo. There was a rumor going around that he's in jail. Oh, swear like, out. Yeah, yeah like, like, so there was this photo going round, and it was like, yeah, Tunde's in jail. Oh, I, I, like, I don't, I don't know if he's in jail. Or <laughs> Free my <not>. man. <laughs> yeah, <literally. laughs> is um, RD from Manchester? No, he's from Brighton. Why does it sound like? Sat- I know. Why yeah. Like no, but isn't it? I know. I know. No, you're not tell by the way. It says Giza. Have you seen the state of her body? Yeah, that's Cockney. Yeah, exactly, like <laughs> that. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. I think people think that as well, because obviously he gets compared to H a lot. I was going to say, that's it, yeah, 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 yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. There's just a white boy in the grime scene, scene as well, like... With skinheads. Of course you're going to... Yeah, you're going to think, yeah. oh, they're from somewhere else. Yeah. But going out of Manchester then, do you, obviously we know you guys like massive like Jay Sean fans and all that type oh, of stuff. That's yeah, my yeah. guy, man. But what, that's my guy. Do you listen to much of like the modern Asian music scene like presently? Um, I I don't not as much as like I listen to the older older lot. Um, a lot of what I listen to actually is from like from what I hear on the show. I think yeah, the show is really good for that, isn't it? Same. Um, I'm very up to date with the Punjabi scene. Mm. um like i'm quite quite on like new drops and stuff um but other than that no, no. like like halima like this show probably connects me with a lot of artists that i've hadn't heard a lot of mm-hmm. underground asian mm-hmm. artists mm-hmm. Yeah. underground yeah exactly yeah definitely underground and we have i think we have instagram to thank for that like it's a very good tool for like finding people yeah but also like places like bbc asian network are quite good for mm-hmm. like just mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. seeing what's popping mm-hmm. but then I mean, they have had accusations actually of being a bit like favouritists towards like certain people, but I can imagine what, that. The Asian that you have to, yeah, it's popularity, bro. Yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah, big station as well that you kind of have to work with the industry a little bit. Yeah, or you exactly. just play what songs are popping. You're like you pay what's po- like you can't tell the radio they're favouritists towards Drake. Drake is just what's popping. Yeah, yeah. you know exactly. we can do what we want. Yeah, <laughs> so. we'll play who we want. Yeah, but yeah, the Asian scene. Yeah, not not not. No not as much as the older lot yeah but i'm very into a bit away from music getting into like asian talent now like models or like instagram influencers oh, or just people, artists and stuff um from our background because i feel like i just want my feed to be full of something like that like i follow simran randawa on instagram oh, i love her she's great love her neelam gill um people like that and there's a couple like makeup artists Rowie Singh. like they're all amazing mm. and i think when i see that on my tl i'm like wow like it really inspires mm. me more than like someone that i can't relate to in that sense and i'm just like yeah. you know it's possible like i've always been like that though i think yeah. like, i've never followed kind of like white influ like influencers yeah, or, to be honest I, like to I've be honest never them all, to be never. fair and i want to follow more like asian oh, really? ones or more that are similar to me maybe not necessarily just asian as well but like similar yeah i don't yeah. think i follow any white influencers it's literally all just black and brown women yeah i think that's the benefit of um social media is that you can actually choose who you're engaging with yeah, yeah, whereas yeah. before say for example when the only way that you're really gonna actually get role models mm-hmm. in a sense would be through magazines or what you mm-hmm. see on tv and you have absolutely no control mm-hmm. over what is actually in there mm-hmm. whereas influencers on social media yes they might be doing deals or whatever but anyone can create an instagram account like mm-hmm. so it's very much your decision as to who yeah, you choose to engage with yeah. so that is one positive and i love that. seeing people in our community go kind of a bit left field with stuff and like especially the ones that are into like fashion or into like djing yeah um i followed a couple of days like obviously everyone knows jyoti because her boiler room mm. went viral and it was yeah. amazing there's like um young sing and there's a the woman that i speak on as well there's a woman that I follow who does like Bollywood and like Western music mashup. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Story, yeah. And there's like DJ Sims and she's amazing. Like female DJs as well, obviously very um underrepresented. And I just feel like it makes me so happy because it's like like the how we speak on world, quite a lot. Yeah. yeah, that we need to get out of the box and we don't see people doing it. And then Young Sing actually yesterday put up a Instagram story saying why we don't have that. And it's because a lot of society is kind of pushed us into the box of like you're just the doctors and the lawyers and that kind of thing and like when we kind of jump out of that it's a bit like oh 
this is different and that's why i think mm. there's a apparently there's a big underground like dj rave scene that's for the south asian community well um, that, that's existed for a while as well isn't it like up in like bradford and that they had yeah. these like, underground like disco yeah. type scenes and, and there was um one 24 hour covid relief rave and oh, a live wow. stream oh, wow. they did and it was um all Love south asian it. artists Love to see it. um and it was incredible it literally happened like last week i think and then they had like south asian videographers there and they made really cool like um mashup videos of the whole thing i just think it's sick to see our people like doing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. different things that no one expects them to do you know mm-hmm. and uh, it's I really it. important to have for um for you for younger south asian people as well who kind of like grow up in the west and like in the uk and so much of the media like mainstream media we're so underrepresented in like in music like fashion film tv or like in every industry we're so underrepresented and so it can be really difficult to to not having that representation can, representation can be really difficult in understanding kind of your place and mm-hmm. and forming your identity and stuff like that so to have a scene because for me like the asian the brit asian music scene growing up was really formative and yeah. helping me to shape my identity as a british british south asian to this day mm-hmm. you know that has actually reminded me actually of one thing like i know we haven't done news but obviously would like just used to like to use the show to express our solidarity with that little sikh boy who had the incident with yeah, the scissors. That was yeah, For those that don't know, it was this five-year-old Sikh boy at primary school who um, had part of his hair chopped off by another kid. And I think they weren't, the school weren't being very cooperative about it. Like, no, and the reason why it's a big deal is because in Sikhi, you have to keep your gears, which is your hair. So we don't, we don't uh, cut our hair in our, mm. in our religion, which is why people wear turbans and bugs. Um, and that little boy had a top knot um so that his hair got cut off and yeah the primary school weren't very cooperative with the whole situation and it was just outrage that's horrendous someone pointed out how do reception kids get hold of scissors in the first place yeah like and also what's going on for a kid to do that yeah exactly exactly like it's learned from somewhere this is the thing man like Mm. kids can be terrible kids can be horrible Mm. kids can be so racist like Mm. they can be so racist and it's learnt behavior because if a if a kid wasn't taught that someone who looks different to me is bad or wrong a kid would not inherently think that that is not an inherent assumption yeah mm-hmm. for an innocent child kids to make. are blank slates yeah, you know? yeah they become exactly the, uh, the opinions that you impose onto them yeah 100 and i think this comes back to where this like it stemmed from this this point which is if we have this representation not only is it good for us in terms of feeling more comfortable in ourselves but it's also good in terms of other um people actually seeing like yeah. us represented as seeing like that is normal to them that it's is not, actually it's not, it's yeah, a thing. It's it's not, not so other, foreign yeah. to them yeah. like, not other other like communities if there's a visibility that's what it is yeah. at the minute it's a lack of visibility so they don't a lot of communities like especially like white community i mean not that again like you guys can't know what generalize my is. like we we can't like say that totally but no. some white communities i mean also in general like i don't really care in it like i do things for my myself and my people like i don't really care but insofar as like it makes a difference um visibility does help yeah it does i think it's the way forward and mm. the thing is in terms of positive discrimination sometimes that's needed in in order to actually get to a stage where everyone is on like a yeah. equal footing mm-hmm. so yeah people just need to get with it and just want what's best for everyone rather than thinking about themselves Indeed. um probably gonna have to do the last talking point now but um it was a question can uk music ever reach the same hype as us music i'm gonna say no i don't think so uh generally generally probably not because um because the u.s is a cultural or is the cultural powerhouse Mm -hmm. really um because of like the the political cultural hegemony they have like globally um even even when you think about the way the way that we think about uk artist success we, you know that saying like if you break america you break the world right and even then that's because they then are marketed to the rest of the world through a, the, an american cultural lens mm. right so a kind of uk artists market themselves to the rest of the world mm. as a uk artist or it has to be verified by america first you know mm. so 
Yeah, probably not, to be honest. It is interesting, though, because this is another small thing that we wanted to talk about was obviously how much social media, especially TikTok, plays a part yeah, in that. Definitely. When you think about all around the world, literally everyone in every different language is literally going adiolo when they roll with a yeah. geezer. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It is mad. It is mad. TikTok can really make or break a song, I think. Like, but it's fleeting, remix. though. That's the thing about TikTok. It's fleeting. Like, it doesn't... Mm. It doesn't um, yeah. There's no kind of like longevity or Very like trend based. Yeah, there's no actual like integrity to a, yeah. a, an artist's success when there is trends. You know, it comes and goes. But I think for those artists, like we said earlier, that have their place and just kind of being like an artist that makes music that just sounds good. It's I think TikTok that, yeah. is beneficial for their numbers. Yeah, definitely. More than anything. Like, and I think now people are clocking onto the formula of like making a song that mm-hmm. would have a good drop that you could do a sick transition to on TikTok that would be cool for like, um, a video purpose and you can make a trend towards it and then you put a bunch of like money into the marketing Mm -hmm, for that mm -hmm. all geared towards tiktok and then it just kind of handles itself it's a whole like thing on itself you can pay like i don't know alison ray probably to do a make up a dance and do a dance to your song that's gonna that's all your marketing you need million views potentially you know yeah yeah that many people Mm -hmm. have listened to your song now yeah what was the other one the other russell was it just the russ body one no remix where they did that trend where you like um Oh, that yeah, you that that was that like was the man. that was the original yeah. body. Yeah, yeah. I think he clocked it. Like he he yeah. clocked the formula. Now he's obviously uh, capitalizing off. That's it. what a lot of people are doing. Like they'll drop a song and then they'll, they'll do a TikTok challenge, like, like a dance that's challenge. Saying, that's what I'm saying. They'll make the their own challenge because they know, like, if it blows on TikTok, mm. it's a good way for them to kind of get their foot in. Yeah, hundred you know? percent. Even like songs that don't have a trend. Like if you look at so body was number one for the past three weeks it's just got knocked oh, off God. yesterday oh. by um, olivia rodrigo with yeah. good for you which again is yeah it's, such a, I, it's not even like I, I i don't know i haven't seen any particular trend for it it's just people are just using it a lot yeah. you know what i mean and that will have definitely yeah helped in it's that sense. lucrative this tiktok thing oh my god Break yeah. on TikTok and you're sorted, isn't it? Maybe we need to leave radio and go. For that. <laughs> it is quite a crazy concept, though, that people have just been given fame now. Like, it's so mm. easy to become an influencer because of TikTok. Yeah. You just have to get lucky, trick the algorithm into thinking that like, you're popping and you will pop. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, it is, it is mm. mad. Mm. And the the weird thing is, is like people that make random videos and then one day they'll make a video with the hair curly, we'll get like a hundred, like thousand views and everyone will be like, show us how you curled your hair. And now she's like, honestly, now she's like a makeup. Honestly, like, honestly, like, trust what? me. Oh my God. Like, this is jokes. Trust me. But that's why I think like, guys, if you can do it, collect your bag, yeah. collect yeah. your bag. Yeah, that's yeah. my advice. In order to um, play my three songs, we're probably gonna have to wrap things up around yep. there. So do we have, I think we, we've obviously covered a lot, but there's still so much more to cover. So maybe in the future, we'll return to this whole topic yeah. of mm, music and that. But any concluding thoughts? Thanks, guys, for letting me have this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, like, we should do this as well, like, for other stuff. Like, I know, obviously, we've said, like, we're not particularly film people, yeah, but, like... We'd, te- be, we'd be rubbish at that. <laughs> but, like, just, like, what we enjoy watching in general, maybe, yeah. or, like, stuff like that. Or mm. other topics, like, we don't have mm. to be talking about... Like we don't have to be attacking society every single day. (laughs) I mean, we still we still manage to do it anyway. Let's be honest, but like, yeah. Yeah. My concluding thoughts to Simran: You really need to take those DJ. Someone buy me decks. Just a little pioneer. Yeah, self a go fund me. Yeah, self a go fund me. Simran DJ decks. Oh my god, please! (laughs) I would love to. That's what happened on iCarly. That's what I watched. I watched iCarly. iCarly soundtrack. Yeah, I call it Android does bang. Yeah. But now, like... That that's even a... that's a TikTok trend, guys. Did you hear it? Did you oh, see the, it? the remix yes. Yeah, it's kind of oh, nice. It's kind of nice. Back, I can't lie. Backyard against Castaways. Oh, is it? No, no, no. Oh, I'm on no. Castaway TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so, your desert, desert I, tracks. My desert tracks. So, um, again, I find it really hard, like because I, I in general i don't really have favorites like people always ask oh what's your favorite this what's your favorite that and i like i really find it hard to like mm. actually pick things but one that i definitely knew was ain't nobody by shaka khan because that's like probably my favorite song ever because yeah. i really like shaka khan and just that song just speaks to me um second one if i was going to be going to a desert island obviously like 
like we said, songs evoke nostalgia and that. And, like, it's weird how much they can, like, take you back and that. Mm. So I was thinking, what song would remind me of my girlfriend? Aww. And I thought the song that we had our first kiss to. So Aww. I put that to. It was also a bop as well. That's actually Beck, you Yeah. And what song then, is that? Um, Gone Baby Don't Belong by Erica Badu. Okay. Wow. Here in a sec. And then, finally, again, if I was being honest... If I could do any, it probably would be a Michael Jackson track. However, I don't think we're allowed to do that. So, done a loophole. And um, my, one of my favourite genres of music is New Jack Swing, which is basically like 90s. Um, and it's kind of like hip-hop R&B. And it's kind of like triplet beats on the drum beat sort of thing. It's hard to explain, but it's got a very like distinct sound to it. Um, and one of the major artist from that is swv and that is actually an album that i really like it's about time at swv that was a debut album so i've chosen the right here human nature remix by teddy riley um, who's a really good new jack swing person and yeah that's got my little bit of mj in the background and hopefully we don't get cancelled for that (laughs) so yeah enjoy my desert island discs and by the time we finish it'll probably be time for us to go so we will see you next week bye bye guys